0: Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin.
1: You don't know what to do with your hands?
0: Well, do I don't know what to do with my words either, because we didn't. Well, we haven't. This is always just a surprise. We just. Oh, just get going. We just pop down in <laughs> the
1: chair and, and have at it. Well, if, if anybody doesn't recognize the, the the very soothing voice, that's nobody else but Rich Brown. Hello. He is, as please uh, do not listen to this recording whilst driving Might <laughs> <My> cause seizures. <laughs> um, I don't know why I might do headphones off today. Um, were you here since you got married last time?
0: Since um, I got well, I got married in April, so I don't. I don't know. I think so. Maybe I feel like there's some. I don't know. You have to look back and see. Yeah, we, the, no, I don't, we did. I don't we have did. Calendar up, you know. We did. We
1: had a deep discussion of loving. Of somebody. what love is. What love is. A little attempt to
0: define what love is. Interesting. It was heavily criticized by Marin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Not know, very subjective, right?
1: Did she listen to that one? Yeah, she listens to all the episodes with. Did me on she? And there? some of the ones without me. What, on them, you did know? you have an, uh, a strong disagreement with
0: her? Well, it just, I I, I'm, I, I I kind of picture Marin as like, if I know one thing or if I see things one way, like in a line, she yeah. sees not only that line, but two on either side. I like to, this is the analogy I use for her, like what I see in the world, she sees plus two more things. Huh. So like, she's always got a lot of input that uh, shapes my thoughts. And so, yeah, that was like an original thought that I really hadn't put out there into the focus groups of the world. You were the kind of the first one hearing
1: it. So when you're saying to one idea, there's two or three other ideas or, mm-hmm. or versions of that idea. Is it a contradiction to her first idea, or is it three different ways of looking at? No, it? No,
0: almost like almost like additional
1: aspects of something.
0: So if you like say like why is this like dish really good that you like and you like it for this reason? Well, mm-hmm. there's like or or even even a good example, and this happens to probably a lot of guys when they when they um, get married and they like ratchet up their lives a little bit. So mm-hmm. like I thought I used to know how to make tacos. But but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know how to make the tortilla. And Correct. I, you know It's like, not just you gotta go f- get some so, super yeah, soft shell tacos. Yeah, I just used to put the the, the taco meat and yep. just a little bit of the seasoning. It's like, no 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 you use the whole packet of seasoning. Interesting. You gotta you know, here's how the sauce gets made right. Uh-huh. Here's how the shell gets fried up just right. And then at the end you're like, this is this is ten times better than and, what
1: I thought I knew about. And tacos. you were you were course corrected and instructed or how did that come about on the tacos specifically yeah. yeah it was
0: very yeah it was like okay this is nice this is cute thanks yeah, yeah. for you <laughs> made dinner today <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i was like i made dinner and um there's actually i don't know if you're following if you watch love is blind no it, it's kind of a phenomenon right now you might want
1: to get on that train a little bit but it's it's not the one where they have like 30 days or three dates or something like that they like they don't they one date.
0: they don't see each other behind these pods for 10 days and then they talk and they're supposed to oh, fall in love right. based on emotional connection and then nothing with physical and then they do see each other and then it all you know goes to crap and, so. all emotions <laughs> and they throw all that away so but there was a scene we, we were watching that last night and there's a scene where, um, this, this guy who's only like, I don't know, 25 or 26, used to live in as a bachelor. His name's Cole in the show for anybody. Shout out, Cole. Watching. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Cole. What's happening. But he makes, he makes dinner for his fiance uh-huh. and it's like almost exactly like something that would have happened in, in our story is like the chicken's not seasoned. It's like bland and he flips it and oil goes all over the, <laughs> the stove. And, it's just like that's that's such a great microcosm of like I I thought I understood life and but it was all just bland chicken without the right seasonings and tacos
1: that sucked. So what's that scene from Forgaring Sarah Marshall where it's like that nerdy guy at the hotel at the resort who is like is on this honeymoon and he's frustrated like can't mm-hmm. get like sex is not what they thought it would be. And yeah, he's like real nervous. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know. and so the first day there at the bar is like, oh, how's the, the newlywed life? He's like, I'm always learning something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, did you have besides cooking a lot of these like, oh, this is what you thought? I would say like yeah.
0: every aspect of life. So <laughs> I, I literally down to like the small tangible things yeah. and the bigger and emotional things. So. For instance, like towels. Okay. I think, you know, young guys think that they understand You'll you want to they understand how towels work. You don't understand how towels work. Yeah. If you if your demographic is, it features 20 somethings, young men, single men, whatever you think you understand about linens is wrong. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> you're you going to tell me you're going to fold a on the
1: same way you fold cotton, <laughs> get out of here.
0: You're looking Yeah, These guys are like probably sitting right next to the towel they had since they were, you know, 19. Yeah, Teenage like, Mutant Turtles, <laughs> why else <laughs> just so this, this works as the bath towel. It works to clean the bath floor. It works to clean the dry off the dog. Yeah, it yeah, works, yeah. you know, it's a You're towel. You're such a roommate, dude. Works. I can recall
1: all my roommates who just... Well, I only had one, but exactly that whole thing, you know? Yeah, and it's a beach towel because
0: what if I do need to go outside and go to the beach? I ain't taking just a normal... <laughs> yeah. But you can dry off from the shower with a beach towel. Yeah, it's so the same the, way of looking so a at... So beach towel
1: works for everything. Yeah, the yellow dishwashing <laughs> gloves are also used when you clean the toilet because that's also <laughs> an easy to wash. So yeah, they so, under your kitchen sink drawer. Yeah,
0: so not, not only did I learn, of course, there are many different towels and you must have a rotation and you must wash them a certain way to keep them clean and everything. That's like the second line. Well, then, then there's the third line, right? So been that, that analogy of like I knew towels is line one. Line two is here's all these different kinds of towels. And then line three is... All right. Well, let's, we got to stay organized with a okay. towel. So the guest room has its towels. Mm-hmm. The, so basically it's down to mine are blue. Hers are like a coral and okay. then the guests are gray.
1: The dogs are brown.
0: Interesting. So she made it idiot proof. Oh, right? no, well, hold on so a second. Here's not, a little pop quiz for you. This is yeah. actually
1: to see how much work Marianne has, Marian, right? Yeah, center, yeah, has done to get you into shape. So, uh, <laughs> here's a little, it's, it's going to be a few, uh, what towel would you bring to the beach? Well, I have a beach towel. You, right? okay. Yeah, yeah. And the See, beach, I was going to give beach... you some, some options. Be like, A, no, uh, no, the white I towel. No, know. I know. The, every, the... I know everything there
0: is to know about towels now. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I've, I've seen all the lines you can
1: learn about towels. So Okay. Then you have towel family is... coming over. if you got family staying yeah, yeah. over in town, and uh, they need some towels for their bathroom. What yep. kind of towels are you going to get them? So, the, so those towels live
0: in the guest bathroom. Those are nice towels. They are nicer, yeah. yeah. They're certainly nicer than the beach towel or the dog towel, which our dog is Hayes. So those are Hayes towels. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so this is the kind of thing I'm talking about where Uh it's like, but so now you apply that to something emotional or deep and you're like, okay, well, I think I understand what certain feelings are. Women understand feelings so much more than men in general, especially single men in their twenties who've never, who've maybe never lived with a woman. (laughs) Their Uh, feelings are like somebody, a buddy of yours has an extra pack of Zinnies that you can offer. (laughs) So yeah. So then there's like, an entire and it's just kind of you're being dim you're giving being shown a whole world on either side of the things that you thought you knew and did you go into it swinging or was there frustration or is it like <clears throat> um it, I mean it doesn't always feel good to have like every every micro motion that you yeah. do or everything that you thought you knew kind of picked apart but Marin's also really insightful to understand like where to pick a battles uh-huh. and, and how to be gentle in an approach to say like Hey, you know, maybe this is the fifth time I've told you where the what where the cups go in the dishwasher. Uh huh. And then you, you get know, hit. I or thought, what is that? I thought I knew where, they, uh, where how to wash dishes, but it but it didn't. Sure. There's a much better Did way. Did she approach it like this? It was like, you know, it's really fun <laughs> <laughs> when. No, that's that's you and Irene's like passive aggressive <laughs> jokes about. It. And then I take out. I love it when I have to wash this dish <laughs> three times because it's still dirty because you didn't put it in right or you didn't you didn't rinse it correctly. And then
1: you cue that uh, that uh, voice dub of the girl from yellow from. Uh, Ozark, if you want to stop me, then you're going to have to fucking kill me. Remember that one? Where she's <laughs> no, no, she's, it's Ruth. She's screaming yeah. from, the end, from the top of her lungs. And so, yeah. Hey, maybe you should do this. With, if you want to stop me. It will be funny if you watch the show. Yeah, actually, yeah.
0: I, I think I've I've seen like a season and a half or something. Okay. Yeah. Too dark, too, like heavy, I think, to keep my attention. I like to. <laughs> Can you start
1: every sentence that you disagree with? <laughs> Marion and I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been told because I don't like, like that show. at first you like that show and then she throws, you, she throws you three different ways to look at this because you do not like the show. No, no, Do you no, support that... sex trafficking? you <laughs> do. You support... Uh, well, they did sex... They didn't sex traffic. Money uh, laundering. Money laundering um, and and Money and yeah, tr- drug traffic. Yeah, drug traffic.
0: No, I think it just, you know, TV for me, I needed to be the kind of light and jovial sort of uh, like a, a release and an escape, not a like, oh, let me pay attention. Let me get my focus
1: back up. I want to not focus so what's your i used to live by that model as well uh, for the very long time until i ran out of stuff to watch because mm-hmm. my theory and that was, that's a very active problem yeah, yeah. It, it, my theory was always I, working at the hospital back then i was like i see enough like negativity i want to just have a dumb laugh mm-hmm. and then you know you get into the office you get into parks and rec you get into community you get into uh, you're naming all the bangers all the bangers, bangers, bangers how I bangers, met your mother bangers. right boom all of them are Arrested there to Development let's put right. that in there new girl another great one I don't mm. know if done. you're done and then you go Okay, well, maybe I'll rewatch or watch yeah. funny movies. And you know. then you have a real existential crisis, and you're like,
0: well, I guess I would have rather watched heavy movies than be in this <laughs> crisis that I'm in you're now.
1: Right. Maybe
0: it's okay to cry and be <laughs> discontent when you go to bed. And then I realize there's no hope or joy left in the world because Netflix <laughs> is all <laughs>
1: what is too, too heavy
0: now. <laughs> so it's a double-edged sword. Right. Either way you go, it's just dark and dismal. Oh, my God. That rant was ridiculous.
1: How are you both
0: like, life is meaningless at that point? Right. Well, it's either watch The Office or die, so.
1: <laughs> There's only so many times you can watch it.
0: Right. Oh. Well, there is and there isn't because I just, I mean, I saw the, um, the little the, uh, thumbnail for the blockbuster. Are you familiar? Yes. It's yeah. just another one of the same workplace, and, and they have one about where Ted Danson's the mayor of L.A., they're they're just recreating the same formula where it's a workplace humor uh-huh. and then you know, the sort of mockumentary type where they'll have talking headshots and of course it's just the you know, the the protagonist has a love triangle with, with some sort of female character who's married or engaged and we mm-hmm. all know it's a bad relationship and by season three they'll be right. the, the new Pam and Jim. And it's just that over and over and over. So even if you don't watch The Office, you're just watching The Office.
1: Right. It's all just the office out there. I love how you broke that all down systematically, how the human brain works and operates and how stories are told. And then at the end of that story, I still felt very empty because <laughs> I feel like you'd be like, listen, you and I, sure we're having a great time right now, and you know maybe it would be even a better time, lots of memories to be made." But let's be honest, time goes on, people move on, different stages of life. So why invest in this friendship? You know, you essentially <laughs> got to this point, sure. and like you don't need friends. You'll and then you're like, you finally basically bring it all down systematically to the fact that it's only you, and the universe is very lonely. <laughs> yeah so then you need a real you need a real ism to counteract all that i hope nobody hires you for like a suicide hotline or something like that (laughs) because you're like well let's think about this yeah No, i don't know i think i have a a
0: good outlook it's just this is the reality of of television right now right what are they they offering you it's almost insulting that they think you're gonna you're gonna eat all this stuff up and enjoy it
1: so uh one of the books i recently finished was neil brennan no not neil Neil uh, uh, Postman, mm-hmm. Neil Brennan's a comedian. Neil Postman uh, has his book, uh, Entertaining Ourselves to Death. And he basically takes this evolution of a certain medium that existed around a particular culture, right? So before the printing press, it was speaking halls, right? So people yeah, would listen theaters. to lectures. Well, before even theaters, oh, it was, okay. it was you had, I think before even Abe Lincoln was running for her candidacy, people would go to the townhouse to give a three hour argument, and they would all break for lunch, and people would come back after dinner, and uh, you would hear the other side yeah. four hour wow. rebuttal to Just the thing. The Alex Jones of the time. That was that's, and that, that's where the people congregated around, and that was the medium. And then, when the printing press came about, that created a medium, and then that shaped society. But then, essentially, he starts trickling down this evolution to what the TV became. And the TV became this medium where we all gathered around it, and then it kind of shaped us. So it shaped us to now consume not four-hour lectures, mm-hmm, but TV mm-hmm. dinner-size-length sitcoms. Like you just broke down. Yeah, it has to be yeah, twenty-two yeah. minutes. Has to be ad space. Yeah. Has to be the story breakdown. And the news cycle gets
0: shorter and shorter. And, yes. Yeah. We need no, a we need a It's no need a, exactly. a one-hour news cycle. And then you fast
1: forward to where we are: TikTok, Twitter, and TikTok. Yeah. You're like, if yeah. you can't entertain me for fifteen seconds, your algorithm New- goes down. So I felt that exact pressure. Right going
0: on in my gut as I'm watching love is blind. I'm like, you guys are stalling. Get yeah. to the content. Mm-hmm. Like I, you already showed me this same scene, this same conversation, I'm Like, where's the point? Get to the next point,
1: right. So right, I feel it. Yeah. You're already shaped that that's how you consume your content. You're like, I don't only have this much attention span. Like that's. yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, they're, they're, and it's, it doesn't have to be permanent, but it, it comes and goes for sure. Ebbs and flows.
0: You got to spend some time turning the TV off to like recharge your ability to right. sit through
1: and wait. It's this, it's that like it's patience. And mm-hmm. You just run out. And, and so you started the, the topic up around how this traditional storytelling framework of you need an antagonist and this and the other thing that was the, like the origination of the TV medium. Or, or the like the the beginnings of the TV medium to now it's like well uh they better be just friends with benefits and they better only have the show well not even that it, it could only be 30 seconds or a minute or five minutes or sub 18. so it's like all of that is getting shaped even sooner like you're saying is get to the thing already why are you keep dragging me on like maybe you should have shown me the final episode and then i would have figured mm-hmm. out the first season It's hard to be novel anymore, for sure. Mm -hmm. At
0: least when you when you've been around for thirty plus years, you start to feel like you've correct you've heard all the stories. That's like Marvel movies and superhero stuff in general. Like just fell off the radar for me for because it's like the same movie.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. and there's only so many kind of new novel ideas that come out. And he's like, you're searching for that profound. Where's the, where's the new cool profound. And by profound, story? do you
1: mean it's just a very unique story? Or do you feel like the piece of content, the way it's presented is profound?
0: Um, it, yeah. Kind of both like could be medium. It could be some sort of angle. I've never thought about things from like, uh, I will have to like sit and think about what the last thing I, I watched and I was like, well, that's, that's really something that's, that's special.
1: Like a, like a, like when you say what's your favorite movie, it's nothing that was created in the last ten years. Like everything is sure. like, yeah, they did. You know, my mine was Russell Crowe's uh, uh, Gladiator. So you're like, yeah, and there's not like a
0: second Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. um, um, Forrest Gump. Yeah, nobody's gladiator. saying
1: Tokyo Drift, Fast and the Furious <laughs> was their favorite. Fast and the Furious.
0: Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna go a different route with that comment. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like they're not they're not putting the genie back in the bottle and getting another Tokyo Drift. You know that that's out.
1: <laughs> that would have been a better angle. <laughs> Well, okay, (laughs) edited, I guess, (laughs) you know, it's my favorite Star Wars. The one with Liam Neeson in it.
0: I've honestly never seen a single bit of that. That's, that's
1: that's a, that's a, that should be a punchline. It's essentially what every Star Wars fanatic is like their like most hated answer because they're such, you know, classics. Yeah. Yeah. And even, hey, well, even Star Wars, didn't it get,
0: didn't Dune come out pretty recently and people were kind of like, hey, this was actually before Star Wars and Star Wars ripped a lot of this off. Oh, that's right. Dune was before Star Wars. It got some like kind of some heat pointing
1: out like, oh, originality isn't all that you thought it was. Mm -hmm. So where do you think we're all going with? Like, what do you think the next, uh, what do you think the next, uh, so let's say my kids will be, so the next 50 years. Where do you think that's going to be? You
0: mean like an entertainment? Yeah, an what originality. Is, yeah, entertainment. Well, art. I mean, if you think about like how long it must take to make a show compared to we can all just consume it in two or three days, mm-hmm. it's it's a bit. It seems like a pyramid scheme that you have <laughs> to have a ton of shows being made just so that if you find one you like, you can actually consume it. Even if they release one episode a week and it takes ten weeks or something yeah. to get through a season of it, it took way longer than ten weeks to make it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like. I don't know. It just, you can just consume it all way faster than it can get made. And then you're looking around going, where's the next good thing? Well, there isn't because you can yeah. barely even make medium stuff, let alone good stuff and a rate to consume it. So I don't know. I just, I don't watch I don't like go to the theaters that much. And I don't yeah. have a show like on my radar right now that I'm watching it for entertainment. So right now if I, what, what we have on like our, Recently viewed is of development. We just started mm-hmm. it up because we were like, well, what Banger. else Banger, you know sure. What else we got going on? We'll just put this on to have a laugh and and have like a little ice cream in the evening or something and watch that and then, then it's kind of
1: just It's just there in the background, you know I I guess the way I'm looking at the evolution of things is the the, the way we are consuming the content or at least the duration how we of, of, of our attention so it's like you go from, like I said, these TV dinner sitcoms, 30 minutes, 22 minutes before commercials. And then we got into TVs and then their attention span. I think with the beginnings of like social media and Facebook and, and Instagram, this is even before TikTok, right? It's, uh, y- you're, you're slowly shortening, right? So it's like you can have a three minute Instagram video. You mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. a seven minute YouTube. I think it was YouTube watch. No, not YouTube watch, uh, Instagram watch. Do you remember you can actually upload like thirty-minute form of a video, like in a whole different? I don't. I don't section. know if you
0: recall. I was only an Instagram influencer for a short period of time. <laughs> a short
1: period of time. That's right.
0: And I not enough time to learn how Instagram works.
1: So we're like slowly. I guess the way I'm seeing the, the 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 flow chart is like the attention span to time gets shorter and shorter and goes downhill. But then the introduction of podcasting, like people would listen to a four-hour Joe Rogan podcast. And then we're going to now watching instead of, you know, oh, wow, Castaway, 220 minutes. That's a that's a long time.
0: That's what I was just about to say. The movie times are getting way longer. Mm-hmm. And you're expecting high school kids to go in and watch really long movies. Right. And even the episodes on some of the Netflix shows are over an hour. So I, I don't know that it's... Um, I don't know that everything's just shortening, but I do think within that, you kind of, like I was feeling that urge to get to the point. Mm -hmm. You can't just linger within that hour. I I bet you we are still compacting
1: more story into them. Do you think we we are so, we're, we're paying attention of more and more data and more and more information and more and more content, and it's so short form that now people have this hunger of, like, give me something. Can you say, like, Get straight to the point. Give me something of substance that you could sell me on, right? Like people watch Yellowstone, you know, it's, what is it, six seasons? And each episode is like almost a m- an hour and a half. It's a full movie. And it's probably like really, I haven't seen it. Yeah, It's probably it. really dramatic. Very dramatic. Right. And it's a banger. Everybody something it. big has to happen. Correct. It can't
0: just be like National Lampoon's family goes on vacation. Right. You know, and just like hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. It's always got to be something very drastic and gripping. Right, because it's a story, it's an adventure, right? It's, and there thing, things are too slow, I think, for the modern kind of world. But yeah. um, I would say too that they, I think, good directors know that there's kind of a journey that you go on through the two hours, mm-hmm. and there's sort of a ride and a wave. Like when you listen to a, a whole stand-up comedian for you know special, mm-hmm. there's some moment in there where where like I know for me like I'll just start laughing hysterically or crying laughing, and it's not like in isolation that joke isn't really even Mm -hmm. the funniest thing and if he just came out and said that one joke it wouldn't really land but there's something about the trip and priming you and getting you ready Mm -hmm. for this and i don't know even even like a fatigue or you're letting your guard down or something and then these moments hit you differently so like you need to kind of focus up for the hour because there's something there that's not available in in 30 seconds
1: well our our ancestors. I mean, they they are the the original like DNA that was creating us to like love storytelling. Like I don't know if you knew this, but like I recently learned, I, like the like lower hominids and before, like, right when they turned into like hunter gatherers, like you have to be able to either hunt, gather, uh, lead and and the last one or sorry and the last one of them was uh tell a story or be a story podcasting you gotta
0: gotta be a hominid podcast so we
1: wanted like that the the storytelling has always been part of our dna that i think we're still searching for so when somebody can take us on this emotional roller coaster where like the setup you know like like the the comedians there's a setup we i know a little bit more about you oh and then you're on this event and then this misfortunate thing Mm -hmm. happened And I could relate because I could see that and you painted this imagery. So
0: when you talk about like a storyteller as a hominid, you know, not just doing like a lot of grunt. Welcome to Unga Bunga radio. (laughs) It would be like a shaman or a a pastor or some sort of like chief or tribal leader. So it makes sense. Like when you, when if you go to church on Sunday and hear a pastor, you know, there's yeah. going to be some sort of story. one day there was a <laughs> let me tell you about, you know, my wife and kids and I, we went out to you know this is a long story yeah. about, you know, yeah. getting to some point. You couldn't just apparently you can't just get on <laughs> stage and say, <laughs> and he
1: went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you can't
0: just get up on stage and, and say, oh, here's the point. Uh, what I was going to tell you is you need to be loving to your neighbor. Yeah. Don't have have a great on. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You can <laughs> you can go watch the football game now. Yeah like well, why do you have to tell a whole story to get the point across and so yeah there or this um, or this whole like again seeking for the profound I think there's some little nugget in us that wants to like unearth a gold nugget of profundity and right and so yeah you know, youth pastor kind of you know like oh my phone's about to die and uh, you know the funny thing is that yeah. I think that sometimes we just rush to the urge to recharge our devices but yeah. What if we, what if we recharged our souls that way? What if we, what if we longed for that power? What if, and it's like, it's always gotta be some, you know, analogy and story for your life. I
1: I love that. Uh, There's this uh, account that I follow on TikTok. I forgot what his name, uh, but it's this kid. He makes, this guy makes these like, uh, impersonations, right? And mm-hmm. he, so that's the specific he, scene. He's like a larger Pacific. Large, yeah, yeah. Gonzalez, yeah, that's something exactly
0: yeah. where that came from. So, yeah. so the, the meme that I'm I, I remember ripped oh, you. Oh, man. I'm sorry. No, it's great. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry. I ripped that. guy It helped off, me but... narrow it down to who it is. I do not claim
1: that as the original idea. But he had this whole like uh, church pastors be like exactly. when they go on a hike and they go yeah, they're hiking yeah. up the hill and they go yeah. you know it's funny you know as I'm climbing up this hill you know my walk with the Lord is kind of like that it's never
0: going up. Is sometimes easier than going down. <laughs> Almost like we were, we were never meant to go down. Yeah, we were only ever meant to keep going exactly. up.
1: Exactly, that's the exact same way. I yeah, mean. yeah. But yeah, it's it's it, that, that story. Now, tell me, where do you see story changing in the future? Ooh,
0: you're always yeah, you're always like wanting to go out into the future and yeah, and explore stories. Well, um, I don't know. I've never thought about this, but I'd imagine it's it's not going to change a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, obviously we will have things like recordings and videos of us to pass down to our grandkids in the way that our grandparents didn't have. Mm-hmm. And I actually, actually, um, I'm really impressed with Marin's family has all these photos and things going back to 1800s. And they know, Whoa. they know, like, you know, grandparents, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And I I barely know any on my dad's side, like, I know my grandfather, I don't even know really anything about his parents yeah. or his wife's parents, you know, so... I do think stories and storytelling will be a lot richer in the fact that we have
1: real content, real proof. There's photos and video of everything. My theory is that similar to that, right? There's going to be one side of the coin where it's going to be stuff that's actually meaningful and personal, you know, and, um, and more and more people have it or less and less people have it. So then it becomes more and more deeper. But then I think there's going to be a flip side of the coin where the way we consume that, uh, those that storytelling is going to be different in terms of different sensory inputs, right? So, I guess I'm leading this as the whole like the VR experience, you're not that gonna, necessarily we're plugging that chip in your
0: brain and then just relive Grandpa's story. You
1: can relive Grandpa's story, but even before we go to reliving Grandpa's story, I think the way and you know Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg is trying to lead the way of like saying the meta. We're going to be in the metaverse tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a cool idea. It's a very sexy idea. It's a more you know probable idea but not as soon as they're talking about it, right? Like right now I have a VR headset. There's no desire that I have to be like, I'm going to not talk to Rich right now. Instead, I'd rather go on my VR headset and experience something like we're just, we're not integrated there yet. But what I do think maybe 20 years from today, uh, the way we looked at cell phones before they came out, you know, why do I need to have this thing in my phone, in my pocket? If I can go to a payphone and type it in, Mm -hmm. um, to then go and like, why would I watch something and or two-dimensional tv is two-dimensional right and then mm-hmm. as opposed to experiencing something in three-dimensional okay form sure
0: I, yeah i think for sure well because there was a time before movie theaters correct there's was, a t- there was a time before any of this so but then how many movies who, do you have to knows? watch that it's like i just hope that when you get into that 3d space there's some good content it's not just Welcome to the 3D space. Here's another
1: Spider-Man. You want another <laughs> antagonist, or protagonist? Uh, you, want? You, need,
0: you need original, original narratives and original ideas, or or like an original take on things. That, one of the things I was I was thinking about is okay, well, what's what does it matter if we have all this documentation about our era? Well, when you go back to make a movie about the the 50s or World War One or or you know prehistoric times or something, you can take all this creative liberty with it. And then in the future, if you're gonna make a story about our time or our people, you kind of have to be a lot more accurate with it. Like take, you know, Queen's Gambit or something, like the actors and actresses all have to kind of look like the real characters and the story has to be very accurate. And it's you know, the game is documented. And so maybe we'll see more of that where it's like, there's documentaries about things that are happening and and you're recognizing the characters or you can confirm a lot of the things. Whereas Jurassic Park, you know, can't really confirm that ever happened. It's completely fictional or something. Mm-hmm. Or you have to take a larger creative leap to make it original. So like Bridgerton might be a good example where that entire era is sort of recharacterized and given a. a whole Bridgerton comp- is what? Queens Gambit? Uh, no, Bridgerton is a. It's its own show and oh. it's kind of it's kind of renaissance era sort of like Jane Austen. Um, Anyway, interesting, but it's got an entirely different aesthetic and it's and it's very
1: so they fictional. took an original time period and everything's appropriate for the time period, but created a, 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 a fictional kind of, newer, but, but then instance. gave
0: them like modern language and lingo. So mm. it's it's all it's all a bit like it's you just kind of have these concepts. OK, and then you make make art out of it. So it'd be interesting to see somebody make a movie of the 1990s and then you and I don't recognize it but it kind of has a feel in mm. of the, of the 1990s yeah
1: yeah 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 so that could be interesting hmm yeah i mean you definitely would have to have a a, a creative approach a, diff, a different creative approach because like you said you can only tell stories so many times and you get so used to the same let me guess this is how the movie ends like got it right mm-hmm. yeah, so you're saying there's going to have to be an evolution of what the hook and the sinker is, right? Like the the, the storytelling evolution. No, that,
0: that would be great, yeah, if the, the hook and sinker ever changed from like some sort of redemption story, like a Jesus story or a, a boy-meets-girl story mm-hmm. into something that we haven't felt before. But it kinda, it's like, is that chicken and egg? Because maybe those stories resonate with us because there's something innate in the human experience or we recognize the hero's journey because you kind of go through it as you mature and leave your family and you have to become an
1: individual. And so you, you resonate with those stories. Interesting. It's uh, what was the show? Oh, we just finished watching stranger things and very well done I'm a huge, huge fan of it. And they're also very long stories. Uh, and just when you think like this is the worst thing that could happen to a town, Right, like the world ending, the mind flare, the 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 the, the dragon dogs, whatever they're called, uh, <laughs> demagogues or de- demogorgons. Dragon, uh, dragon dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have that one guy, and the movie's ending. And then there's going to be that one guy in the writers' room. He goes, you know, this like, you know, you have the build up, and then finally the relief after the the conflict resolution. And everybody's like, we're wrapping up. And then there's that one guy in the back of the writer's room going, and then, (laughs) but then. Yeah like there's only you have to like have these so many different story spins where like before it used to be the romantic comedies where like uh, uh, they were discontent they, they found somebody and they lived happily every hour after they were lonely they finally found somebody and then one of them dies because of cancer like the notebook or something like that right or PS I Love You one of those things the notebook I think and so now they have to go like they were discontent they found somebody they uh, got married and then they went crazy and killed them <laughs> like there has to be this and then stretching out because okay. we're getting I so see. I see what you're
0: saying. Yeah. A little curveballs. The curveballs have to get the harder. curveballs
1: have to get so much harder.
0: Or you can just say, you know, we're Hallmark and we're making a movie, you know, big city person comes to small town, <laughs> marries small town person.
1: End of movie. We don't care what
0: the there it's, are no curveballs. It's balls. like when people
1: invent uh board games, they take a little concept of every board mm. game, and then you have that one asshole who goes, you know, here's what I did. They have like show you a box and be like, this is a piece of the best game of every game. Kind of apples to apples ruined everything, right? right? right. Now
0: every single game is just a card that yes. you play off of another card. Exactly. Sure, and so you think that there's a novel idea. Well, this one has pictures. This right. one's
1: about memes. This one's kind of raunchy. There's always gonna be that 15% <laughs> extra part that they'll push it, but everything else is gonna be a little bit of the salad So board. That's
0: kind of what's happening with the sitcoms. If we were to kind of come semi-circle back to right. the sitcoms. Is like, it's the same apples to apples card game. Right with a different brand to a new little facelift on it. Maybe
1: you kind of like a certain actor, actress, right? A little bit better. Yeah. Well, it used to be like, and his best friend was black. Right. And then the next one is like, and his best friend is black and he's got a, a a gay sister and he's, you know, and then they keep progressing it until they're kind of creating their (laughs) own kind of storytelling board game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I look
0: forward to things. Um, if there is some sort of originality out there that, will completely change what storytelling is, that would be amazing. Are you and maybe as the human experience changes, then what we like in movies and books and things, what we resonate with will change. Mm-hmm. And so perhaps if, if we're not going on hero's journeys internally, we are not gonna be interested in listening to hero, hero's journeys. Yeah. Or if we're not boy meets girl, gets married, stays married happily ever after, if we don't think that that's a value anymore, we we don't need movies that 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 emphasize that and celebrate that. So perhaps as the human experience evolves, we'll you'll see, yeah, the the storylines evolve.
1: Yeah, isn't it kind of interesting how whatever's on the news right now, more and more things come out that we find more like attractive in a movie. Like uh, I guess where I'm going with this is like um, when first they started coming out with like UFO movies, right? They were coming out because they were like independence day. It was just like a really mm. cool spin off of story. But then you go into like right now, the videos that are popping off on YouTube right now are UFO videos because that's that's kind of going on right now, you know? Uh, so it's more like a relevant kind of thing. Um, but where am I going with this? I will tell you
0: honestly, I don't have any UFO videos on my YouTube you don't have algorithm, UFOs. so it could it well, could be that makes yeah. one of us. a bit of a person. That makes thing. one of us. Well, I, I mean
1: I, I guess I have to retract my point because uh, they're re- they're they're pushing back on the type of movies they're making now because with either censorship or political ideologies or cultural things, I, I think they're 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 redirecting um, yeah. that. But the way
0: dude and that you know when you talk about cultural things that's an interesting you know, well i know no, we're you had good. To get We out, got few, yeah. but um, that will definitely shape boldness in storytelling what will
1: shape what, what, what shape the boldness like if you
0: if you have to make a story that's okay. going to be palatable yeah and you're going to put it out there in front of everybody like how much heat do you want to take from making a statement about something uh huh you know how, how like so i think right now there's probably a pressure to make things pretty white bread like Uh it's just it's pretty generic we're not going to make any sort of not going to make any sort of statements or offensive things or be i don't know there's just not like a boldness to things i'm not not that they're not that i can even name movies that i would say like well that was a big bold statement like dumb and dumber didn't make like a huge impact on (laughs) a cultural
1: statement right I think the last yeah. movie, something that made a cultural statement, was probably within the Christian community when they had what uh, uh, was it, The Da Vinci Code, right? It's like, well, that's a very bold statement. That's and a big one. And when you have a, a large majority of the country that's like Protestant, or the world that's Protestant, you're you're gonna be like, you're gonna step on some toes. So people stepped on toes yeah. before, but now they saw that if you have negative publicity, uh, the movie doesn't get made, right? Like they'll they'll mm-hmm. they start making, and then they'll pull funding or whatever, like the movie doesn't make maybe as much because you mentioned Taiwan or, uh, you said something offensive to like the the Chinese government because the majority of the movies are bought there, you know, or, you know, the, you know, the, the particular ideology, uh, like for example, like there, there's a reason why the rock is not uh, making any kind of crazy bold statements about anything. He's just make sure he shows up very sweet, very buff, and you know and lovable Mm -hmm. and uh he's one of the top earning uh grossing gross earning actors in hollywood right now and he's not that great of an actor i mean he's he's a cool action actor but it he's not you know one of the greatest of all time to be able to make that kind of money um so i think a lot of this a lot of the storyline you you, dwayne Dwayne? (laughs) a lot of nothing dude (laughs) A lot of it, so I think a lot of it has to do with whether or not the
0: movie sells tickets afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, Hulk Hogan could do Mr. Nanny, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, so the rock, you're not that special. Right. (laughs) Anybody could work in that. Try working with kids. Kindergarten cop. Right. I mean, that's a great example.
0: Kindergarten cop.
1: Yeah. Greatest of all time. Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Changed my life.
0: We're going to play a game. Who is your daddy? And what does he do?
1: (laughs) Very impressive. You were able to recall that that quickly.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's definitely ingrained there. Yeah.
1: Well, Rich it's not It's always uh, a treat to uh, break down all the chaos that's in this world. Is, is it
0: like, did we, <laughs> I think, we did. Okay. <laughs> I think we did? That was something where, you know, when it comes to this whole, we're consuming three hours of content on podcasts. Like yeah. I listened to one the other day and I, along the way I was like, yeah, these guys are like making a lot of sense. Like this is some good <laughs> stuff. They're getting on some, some good world, you know, issues. Yeah. And at the end of it, I'm like, but I think it was just two guys complaining. Like, I don't. Did we arrive anywhere? Is anybody going to have a conclusion on this? Like, Who's the grown up in the room? None of it gets, you know. <laughs> Turns out it's just a guy. We didn't. And do, some other guy that works at
1: Starbucks. And they're breaking down we didn't do quotes anything. that they've heard of other people
0: <laughs> say. So, yeah. So take, take what you will out of this whole thing, you know? Well,
1: I was sure entertained. Rich, thanks for coming on. We'll see you again Good next deal. time. Bye.